Welcome to the Oslo Show of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcasts. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guests today are Roser Manzanera Ruiz and Olga Namasembe from University of Granada. They both co-authored a paper entitled Female Gender Interests and Education in Women Entrepreneurs' Definition of Success in Uganda. They also co-authored this paper with Vanessa Barales Molina. It will be published in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Teller and Francis. Roser, Olga, welcome to our podcast. Thank you very Thank much. You. Can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer? Well, the decision to address this particular topic is threefold. Firstly, we reviewed the literature and we observed that there was high representation of women entrepreneurs in the global north, but less on those in the global south. So, for example, there are many academic journals that publish a lot on women entrepreneurship in Europe and in the USA, and there are very few publications on those in Africa. So that was our starting point. Secondly, um, international reports such as the Global Entrepreneurship Report and the MasterCard Index for Women Entrepreneurs Report between 2014 and 2015 mentioned Uganda as among the top entrepreneur countries in Africa, particularly among women. Also, I think the BBC mentioned at one time Uganda being the most entrepreneur country in the world. So this inspired interest, being a Ugandan, as to what this means. It is true that in Uganda, women dominate the informal sector, particularly in agriculture, due to factors related to culture, history, and urban location. However, it seemed that there was a gap in understanding the women's drive to attain the high entrepreneurial level that they had. So we had to ask, how women entrepreneurs in Uganda viewed their accomplishments in business or what their business vision was. That is, what was it that they wanted to achieve by starting small businesses? We also wanted to know whether education level played a role and how this impacted on their success definition in business. And then the last, <laughs> the last reason <laughs> that inspired us to write the paper was The culture in the areas in which the research was conducted uh, encourages women to be enterprising, which allows for the flourishing of women's practical gender interests. So um, we wanted to know if education influences those practical gender interests or if the interests remain the same despite education. Also, I think there is a, a personal issue that maybe Olga didn't mention, but I think it's a very important one because um, I think Olga is coming from Uganda and her family background is, is coming also from business uh, activity. And I think this is an important aspect to highlight it because um, how also personal issues drive our research uh, topics, our research course concerns. I think is is an important issue. So so I think also uh, we we deal with this topic because uh, her personal uh, background. Don't you yeah. think so? Mm -hmm. It's a bit. It's also related to that because uh, I 
before I embarked on the research, I had a, a, a business, <laughs> a business in my country, which we ran with my mother. So I saw firsthand some of the challenges that women go through and what really drives them to, to start businesses. But at the same time, I my own observations were very different from, for example, those of my mother or those of my sisters, even though we were all entrepreneurs. So it also inspired me to ask them what it is they see success in business as. Yes, so um, the exact questions that we asked were how do agribusiness women entrepreneurs in Uganda define business success? How do these definitions connect to women's gender needs or interests? And how does education influence women's success definitions and in relation to their gender interests? What are the main contributions of this paper? Well, uh, the paper makes uh, three contributions. Uh, it contributes to bridging the gap in women entrepreneurship literature by providing an analysis on how business objectives are set in an African context. In the paper, we present Ugandan women agribusiness entrepreneurs measures of success, which determine that which determines their business goals. These goals are different from the measures of business success for women entrepreneurs, say in Europe or Asia. So we try to um, bring to the the discussion a different context to women entrepreneurship. Uh, the second contribution is. Uh, it brings new insights to the field of African entrepreneurship in the sense that African women's gender interests in economic enterprises are understudied. And so our paper makes the contribution to this understudied area with the aim of widening the literature on gender and business in Africa. And lastly, uh, we make the contribution that underscores the controversies that exist between education and women's entrepreneurship in Uganda, demonstrating the critical issues of underemployment and an education system that needs reform, which we believe are of importance to policymakers. What was for you the main theoretical or maybe the methodological challenge or challenges in addressing such a question? Well, I think the, the main theoretical um, challenge was to address the different meanings or or to go deeper to the meaning of education with things um, in terms of, can we see, well, in terms of Western education trying to be applied in other cultural contexts. Uh, so to define uh, in our research um, a concept of education bring us, um, you know, a big challenge. Um, and we we use the, the conceptualization of that's uh, Berger to define assimilative and transformative education in a context such as uh, Uganda. And methodologically, I can, I can say that uh, when we were three authors, so also how to deal with uh, the different methods um, and, and techniques in our research was also um, a big challenge. How to code our data and how to, to bring um, and to organize the, the main data was also a, a challenge that we, we tried to solve through our discussion in, in, in our meetings. During your research journey, what was your biggest surprise or maybe the most counterintuitive result? Yeah, so what we really found surprising was uh, 
that higher education attainment somehow uh, did not yield. Uh, it was like a, a zero-sum game for the women. That is to say that while education was meant to provide opportunities for better financial outcomes for women that attained it, to a certain extent, the reality was the opposite. So we observed that women entrepreneurs with superior education opted to do, for example, the same businesses as those with little to no education. And they also had similar success definitions, despite the differences in gender interests based on educational level. So um, women had this education, but they were not using it for uh, structure change. It was just for individual gain, which was a bit surprising because like education is, is like the get to <laughs> happiness, it's the get to success. But they had it and they were using it in a very limited way, which was a bit counterintuitive in our observation. Yeah, yeah I think um, I think also this uh, the the way um, the the way we we use um, we connect education with um, women uh, practical and strategic interest allow us to show a different perspective. Uh, and different implications uh, to to work with uh, women entrepreneurs. I think when we connect theoretical concepts, uh, allow us to discover new new aspect of social realities. Yes. Yeah, so, firstly, <clears throat> policies that aim to increase women's education do not favor women's empowerment. So. Uh, the increase in educated women is not accompanied by better labor market insertion and entrepreneurship has become a refuge for the lack of education for those that don't have education and for employment for those that don't have employment. Higher education seems to have a significant impact on women's uh, entrepreneurs definitions of success in terms of strategic interests in the sense of challenging certain gender norms. However, these interests are directed towards individual gain rather than structure change, like I mentioned in the counterintuitive results that we observed. And so uh, the education system needs to move towards a transformative approach if it is to have an impact on structural conditions of inequality. That is one of the implications that we bring forth in the paper. The second one speaks to women's success, which is partly defined in terms of family welfare, especially regarding the education of their children, as it has implications for social mobility and security in old age. And so policies aimed at supporting female entrepreneurs must offer women more opportunities for entrepreneurial training and facilitate the education of their children. Such programs would not only help to improve these women's business skills, but their families' welfare and security as well. Mm. And then, yeah, finally, um, the indicators of business success need to be improved so that they are not only gender sensitive, but also context sensitive and account for women's interests, particularly in the Ugandan context. Yeah, I think, um, thank you, Olga, because I think also um, it's very important to highlight the, the, the 
how business is is uh, is contextual also it's not something that we do in individual uh, terms or individually as as you know taking individual benefits so when we move to to another context uh, such as uh, ugandan context we we can observe and we see how um how the conception and the the to do business is not uh, something just for for one person or you know for an individual is is something attached and and yeah and, and that that implies a family implies a community something more collective with an important community impact so i think also in policy making we we need to take into account this type of of result thanks a lot Roser and Olga for participating to our show all our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship-ird.com and on the main podcast platforms thank you very much thank you very much